Welcome to the podcast, Loving on Purpose. I'm your host, Bonnie Lyman. If you're having trouble navigating through your relationships with your adult children, if you are struggling to connect with them or having specific challenges, you're in the right place. Episode 42, Being More Optimistic. Hello, all of you out there. I'm so excited to be talking to you again this week. I always try to picture you. Are you driving somewhere? Maybe you're cooking dinner. Maybe you're just relaxing, listening to this podcast. But I can't thank you enough for all the positive feedback that you've given me over how these podcasts have helped you. I hope in dealing with any relationship in your life, but especially with your adult children. So be sure and share this with others. And if you go to iTunes and uh, um, make a review, offer a review, then it gets out to more people that can get help in this area of their life. It can be a trying time, and I have to tell you that it's a forever thing because we are dynamic, we're changing, we have different needs and wants, and our children are changing, and they're seeing life from a different perspective and it it does no benefit to us to really have to know why, to spend much energy as to why they perhaps aren't treating us or, or aren't living their lives the way we would like them to. Remember, our only responsibility as parents to these adult children are to love them. And the thing that's so important about that is it's our benefit to do that. We get the reward when we love another person. And hopefully they feel it too. I also want you to remember that you do have control over your feelings. It's only when you give your power to somebody else that you're relinquishing that control, that you're not the boss of your brain, that you're allowing it to act like a toddler with a Sharpie that fills you with a bunch of stuff that is not useful to you. And so, first off, we have to have the desire to want to control our feelings. And then we have to know what feeling do we want to feel. And I hope that you will choose to, to want to feel love toward your kids, toward everyone, because it always comes back to you. It's interesting, though, we as humans, we tend to catastrophize 
negative happenings in our life. But our brains have built-in software, and there's positive software, and there's negative software. And we tend to find it easier to hang out in the negative side of things that are happening to our life. And I tend, I'd like to come up with a different word, but I tend to use the word terminal. We think when our kids are doing something that is wrong or that we don't like, or, and it could be true, that it's always going to be that way. We always want to just use the negative software in our brain that gives us all the proof of why it's going to be that way forever. So we have to intentionally use that positive software in our brain to think of thoughts and maybe a general go-to thought may be, what if it all works out? Or it could all work out. I really believe in the statement, things don't always stay the, ch- the same. And so that means that things can get better. I want to share an example. When I found out my one son was dealing with same-sex attraction and that he was living a life, I really don't know exactly the details, but I think it was a life that was not one I was happy with, one that could lead him into some very destructive things in his life. I started worrying about him not going to be able to fit in with the family as my other kids got older and got married and had families with children in them, that he was not going to feel loved. I was concerned and thought that he wasn't going to be happy. And then sometimes when I really went down that negative road was that possibly he could suffer the effects of getting AIDS. And it it was quite unsettling to me. And I was not in a good space. I still was able to love my son. And so love will always bring me comfort. But I wasn't thinking that things could work out. He left our faith for a while, and he came back, and he left, and he came back, and presently he has left. But when I went to the positive side of my brain, 
or started using the positive software that was available and that it could all work out. There's still time left in his life that he could live a very healthy, sustainable life. As far as whether he is living with um, in accordance with God's standards, I have just let that go. I have just turned that over to God because I know that my son lives some of the most Christ-like attributes of anybody I know. So I don't have to worry about how he's going to be judged. And as I hung out more in this positive side of my brain, that things were going to be okay, I started having peace. And I started focusing on the things about my son that were benefiting him. And I was able to let go of any judgment, but not just so much judgment. I don't think I judged him for what he was doing, but I was worried about what might happen to him, that I I have more positive feelings that he is living a happy life and that things are going to work out as exactly as the, how they are supposed to work out. I have talked with many people whose children have left their faith. And they look upon it as a forever thing. And if we hang out in the positive side of our brain and going to that thought, nothing ever stays the same, there's always a chance that they will come back. There's that chance that they're just figuring things out, which we all are doing. But when I hang out in the positive side of my brain and use that positive software that is available to me to tap into, I don't make judgment about them. And it just reminds me that as long as I'm loving them and telling them that reminding them of all the great and wonderful things that they are doing, that I am doing my part and I am being the boss of my brain. So I have four steps that you can do to hang out more in the positive part of your brain, to use that positive software, to become more optimistic 
about what can happen in your children's lives than just focusing on the negative. And it's going to make you a better person and a better parent if you can be more optimistic about life in general. So the first step is make up a new story because you do have an old story going on in your head of why everything has gone wrong. So make up a new story of why maybe it's not so wrong or how things can change. Make up a new story of it changing. Now, this is going to be about the future. So it can be a pretend story, but if it resonates with you, then you're going to feel a lot more hopeful and a lot more optimistic about the future and that all is not lost. Our kids go through stages just as we go through stages. We're in a new stage right now, having adult children. I'm a little further down the road than some of you. But there there are some things going on in my life with my kids that, yeah, I'm not particularly happy about, but I am a happy person. And I can find joy in many, many things with all of my children. So make up a new story of how it's all going to work out. When you have a negative thought about why it's not going right, when you get into using your negative software, ask yourself, is it true? Is that thought absolutely true that their life is ruined, that they'll never be happy, that they'll never be close to you again, that they'll never let you see their grandkids ever again? Is that true? Is that absolutely true? And then you might ask yourself, why might that not be true? And then you go back and read your new story. Because things can change and things can get better, better than we ever could have imagined that they might be. Number three is to make a list of how things might work out. And they could be very far-fetched things. Write down as many things, even if they seem totally impossible or totally far-fetched. Just make a list of how they might work out. For instance, they might meet people that might inspire them to think a different way. 
they may hit rock bottom that it forces them to give up drugs. They may meet a friend that had similar bad things happening in their life and they befriend them and help them overcome their struggles that are causing them to be unhappy. They may uh, they may have some slight accident that causes them to have a jolt in their brain that they just view the world differently. We just don't know what's going to cause us or cause our children to have a different perspective about perhaps some of the things in their life that might need changing. We just don't know God's ways and how he has the capacity to soften people's hearts that families are reunited again with love and peace in perhaps a way that you long for. And the last thing I have to offer you is to think of the worst case scenario of what could happen if things don't change. And then remember some hard things that you went through that you were able to get through and believe that you'll deal with that when that happens and that you will have the strength and courage and you will know exactly what you need to do in order to deal with that negative thing in your life. There's always more than one perspective to everything that happens in our life, and we tend to want to go to the negative. But if we were to practice these four steps that I gave you, you can have hope and peace and acceptance that there's a really good chance that things will work out, that it won't always or it doesn't have to always be this way. And if it was or if it is, you will find a way to fulfill your needs that aren't being met by your adult children. I'm sorry to say, but our children's responsibility is not to fulfill our needs. We have our agency, and because of that, we get to act and say anything we want to do. But let's hang out. Let's give more airtime into our brain of being optimistic how everything could work out 
and let that become the dominant part that we focus on every day of our life instead of how it's not going to work out. I hope this gives you some food for thought. I hope you have a great week, and I'll talk to you next week. I'm betting on what you heard today resonated with you and made sense to you. I bet some of you have even gone back and listened to my previous podcast, and it all makes sense to you, and it has helped you have a better understanding and brought you a little bit of peace of what's going on in this new role of being a parent to adult children. But many of you are still stuck. You're stuck in that you don't know how to apply it. And that is where coaching comes in. I can help you practice looking at things from a new perspective and thinking new thoughts that not only changes your relationship with your adult children, but it transfers and carries over into your entire life where you view things in a more peaceful, hopeful perspective. If you want some help, go to bonnielyman.com and click on the little button that says book a call and let's get on a call and just talk. And you can find out about my program and you can find out if I can help you. People, the holidays are coming. I know for a lot of you that is bringing up some anxiety. But let's just get on a call and talk. And I am convinced that you can have a more memorable holiday this year than you've ever had. Also, if you go to my website, you can sign up for my email list where I send out emails every Thursday with daily tips similar to what you hear on the podcast. And I also offer of how to be yourself around your adult children. I wish I could convince you that you don't have to wait for your children to change their behavior for you to find peace and happiness in your life. So go to bonnielyman.com and let's book a call or email me at bonnie at bonnielyman.com and I would love to answer any question that you have.